routes the tide. Roll tide no more this year, boys. Georgia, 21-point victory. I think the biggest shock for me is Missouri falling all the way to number 13 in the power range. They're a quality football team. Go ahead and give me Texas A&M at the top. They're the best team in the SEC. Coach, you know, I've been thinking you might start to jinx me if you keep calling me uh, that name. (laughs) Nonsense. Now get out there, ACL, and tear it up. Tear it up, coach. Welcome to another episode of Underqualified Analyst. This is Cooper. We have Blake for the first time, and we've got Colton back at it better again. Say what's up, boys. How we doing, America? <laughs> Hola. Colton with the 15-minute delay. Nice. We love hey, it. Hey, All right. So we're, we're here to talk about Kentucky basketball. Uh, you know, it's officially basketball season after Kentucky lost to Bandy. So we're, we're now on to bigger and better things. <laughs> and to start with the most positive note I can even think of. How about them recruiting class, boy? Um, I mean, a little DJ Wagner spicing it up with a little, little nice, nice flair. Number one overall. Um, you know, number two overall, Justin Edwards. This is all according to 24-7. Number six, Aaron Bradshaw. Number nine, Robert Dillingham. And number 29, Reed Shephard. Uh, What do y'all think about all that? Well, I guess I'll, I'll take it first. Um, it's 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 kind of funny that uh, it's uh, the second uh, college basketball game, third, and we're already uh, – our positive notes are already for guys that are currently senior years in high school. So that kind of shows how the start of this year is going. However, um, I am obviously excited about DJ Wagner, but even more excited about Justin Edwards. We haven't had those 3 and D wing guys in a while, and I'm really excited to see that. Uh, for me, right, I feel like uh, Reed Shepard being from Kentucky is pretty cool. Uh, you know, that's always a big plus. The other thing that I noticed, uh, you know, DJ uh, being from Camden, New Jersey, and uh, Aaron Bradshaw being from Camden, New Jersey, uh, something in the water in uh, New Jersey going around up there, apparently, uh, you know, just makes them grow great basketball players. So I think it's hate because everybody I've ever met from New Jersey is just absolutely not nice. They're just not. I'm not, <laughs> I mean, hopefully they're really nice guys. I don't know them at all, but I mean, they don't have to be. They can be really, yeah, no, I was about to say, let's hope they're, let's hope they're mean to Michigan State, all they want to be. I, I, I mean, you know. Tom Izzo was nice to us at the end of the game, but, um, you know, I, I will say I'd rather them be absolute uh, arseholes to uh, Duke. Um, you know, I'll get to my points on all that, but, man, I, insane, insane class. I mean, you know, people were saying, you know, Kyle kind of lost his swag. Is this this is this is Kyle on a swaggy tour? I don't know. I mean. Uh, I, I like the shirt that he had. He rocked. I kind of wish he would have thrown a stab at Mark Stoops, uh, just just to be a little petty, you know, throw a little spice in there. Um, did, you all, did, would you all like to have seen him throw a little little stab at, at old Stoops? Ah, uh, I'll let Colton go first because that's a little. I'm kind of indifferent on that. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I think, I think competition, uh, you know, breeds excellence. So, uh, you know, I think, I think there's that, but, uh, I don't think there's any, 
doubt that uh, UK is going to be a, a basketball school, uh, at least for the next while after we lost to Vandy. So, you know, uh, got that going for us. I do. I do like that the swag is back. That was cool. You know, brought out the shirt. Um, a little cockiness. Um, however, one little insult I feel like could push Mark over to Auburn. So I don't know if I would like to if I'd like to go that far yet. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I just think it would have been it, it would have been cool. And I definitely would have thought that Cal would have done it. And then KSR would have blown it up to the biggest proportion ever. Like, you know, Calipari walked over to Stoops and absolutely roundhouse kicked him right in the face or something <laughs> like that. But <clears throat> I mean, these guys that we've got coming in absolutely huge. I mean, DJ, he is a guy he can go, he can get that bucket. Um, you know, he's got really good spatial awareness. The only downside I see to him is maybe he's a little small. Like he's like 6'2", maybe 6'3", on a good day if he did a little stretching. Uh, what do you like so much about Justin Edwards? Um, so I've got some names here that I've got written down of what I think UK should have been. Atta- oh, this is going to be obvious. It goes without saying, but I've got Paulo, Jabari, A.J. Griffin, Zion, Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett, MPJ, Tatum, Simmons, Jalen Brown, Ingram. What are those guys? Those guys are your 6'7", athletic, 3 and D guys that can really just take over a game. Um, I like to see that. Um, I'll get into it a little bit later about what's called small ball, which I think definitely Kentucky needs to get with the program. This is not 1980. You can't send out two seven-footers just to, just like, occupy the space. Yeah, driving lanes are really going to just pop up out of nowhere with that. Um, I see we got Aaron Bradshaw. I'm sure going to be a great player for us and everything. But I think we've we've got, what, 12 centers on the roster right now, and we play them all in the same rotation. I want to see those six, seven, three, and D guys. And all those names I listed are guys that we missed out on, we normally get, that aren't doing too bad in the NBA. <laughs> so, yeah, excited about any six, seven athletic wing that can, that can kind of do it all. Yeah, the only thing I have a little bit of question on is, you know, his uh... – his, his, his handles. I think whenever he kind of gets into the lane, uh, I, as far as what I've seen of him, um, obviously correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, he, his handles, they get a little squirrely. You know, I think he, you know, he's a confident guy. He's one of the best players in the nation. Obviously, you know, you need that. Um, but whenever he kind of gets into his flow, he tries to kind of force it. And, uh, you know, what if he gets his handles right, like you said, dude's going to be insane um i mean he can he can do it all like you said um so yeah colton uh did you did you look up into old batty bradshaw uh yeah a little bit but i was gonna say uh you know if you look at dj and justin both of them uh one exciting thing about this group too is you know you got two guys that for us as a whole right like top 10 all-time recruits coming to UK, right? They're five and six. So uh, you throw him in there with those two as well, right? I think it's really exciting to watch what they bring to the table, right? And just kind of see, you know, both these guys are ranked higher than John Wall, right? So uh, pretty cool to kind of imagine that kind of duo coming in, playing together right off the rip. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, I mean, we're, we're going to see some seriously athletic guys on the court. I mean, you know, same thing with Bradshaw. Only thing, I mean, 
he's just he's tiny i mean like i mean he's seven foot obviously that's a big guy but i mean <clears throat> he's built like colton in the weight room i mean just he can't he, he ain't gonna be able to move nothing but uh you know we'll, we'll, we'll get him right and that's 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 what matters been saying that about me for years still haven't got right yet no 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 still <laughs> still sitting on the couch and that, but blake does enough for the both of us so it doesn't even matter <laughs> so what all what all have you seen from uh dillingham um like him not like him what's your what's your opinion on him so far dude i i, I like him <clears throat> only thing uh i don't really love about him i think uh you know he's he's a good facilitator i think he has a really 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 good feel for the game um, I think that his handles are probably the best of anybody in in this class. Um, you know, yeah. I don't think he's quite as athletic, but I think a you know lofty comparison to him would be like uh, Kyrie Irving. You know, like he's got right. super super good handles, really fast off the dribble, um, pretty good shooter. So, I mean, you know, if, if he just had a little bit more athleticism, which it may come with strength, um, I think we that guy could be for real, too. So um, did you see that viral video of him going around here the past week or so? I did not. No. What, 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 what happened with that? Ooh. Um, so there was a couple NBA guys. Don't quote me on exactly who they were. Um, a current – couple of them quoted the video they didn't even know who they were watching and they were like kind of like what am I watching because um it, it was a little if you can tell the man's got game he's got exactly what you said kind of looked like Kyrie Irving just the way he was moving um the ability to like you know make make defenders look ridiculous at times however it was the definition of 2022 AAU basketball man he was <laughs> he was left right step back from 35 foot like he, he's he was you at the EKU rec center. Hey, <laughs> I won't go that far. <laughs> he, uh, he wasn't that good. <laughs> he was yeah, exactly. He wasn't that good. <laughs> no, in all seriousness. Um, obviously, that's not something he's going to be just bringing out to UK on, on a college basketball scene. I just definitely think he's got some coaching. But with the AU scene, with everything going on right now, I mean, all high school basketball players need that a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Well, I think it's hard for them to, you know, showcase their ability if they don't do that, you know, like at least on the AAU circuit. Like, obviously, um, you know, you can kind of be that guy who just tries to, you know, be – have a high IQ. But even in the AAU circuit, like everything – everybody just wants – they just wants to score. Like everybody just wants right. to score. So I think it's hard for you to stand out if you don't kind of be more aggressive on, on that side of the ball. But yeah, I, I mean, I definitely see how that would be a problem. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, if you watch like the minute or two minute clip, it looks like the definition of like, okay, he said in my head, I'm going into this game. I'm going to be on ball as life um, tomorrow morning. I'm going to only post this game. <laughs> But um, it, 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 he definitely has the tools. He's going to be able to blow by defenders. Once he puts that into like a uh, college landscape of it being a structured basketball, I think he's got all the tools. It was just funny to see. It might have been Jalen Brown. I'm not, not, can't even really remember who it was. Just they were like, they said WTF was, is, am I watching right now? <laughs> I was like, uh oh. Yeah. Well, Colton's been on ball his life. I don't know if you knew that. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. It's a YouTube page. Just look it up. 
There's a lot of talent on there. I don't know if you if you're prepared for that. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna be. This guy's defense, unlike any other. I mean, iron. They call him the Iron Curtain, actually. <clears throat> so, call uh, Colton. Who did? Who? How, how about old Reed Shepard? Uh, Kentucky legacy. What do you like about him? Well, I'll tell you what I don't like, all right? He's from London, Kentucky, all right? Who wants to go there? <laughs> all right. Uh, no, but seriously, I think, uh, you know, uh, all the time, you know, especially with a big school like UK, you get five-star kids, four-star kids coming in from all over the country, right, for everything that UK can do for, uh, for a young man, right, trying to go to the pros. And I think, uh, you know, obviously they're – it's, it's easy to say that, like, hey, you know, the, the local kid is just as good, right, but we're in reality, like, that he's not a five-star recruit, right? So it's really cool to see a guy like him, right, you know, like you said, the legacy, right, all that stuff, and then also still be able to be good enough to get recruited in a recruiting class that is this good, right? I think that should say something too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's the 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 fourth fourth best on the recruiting lineup there behind all five stars, I think. Right, fifth, fifth best, but we're not good at math on this podcast, hey, so it doesn't even matter. Like underqualified in, in addition too. Okay, <laughs> so, but yeah, he's fifth, but everybody else is a five star, right? And then he's a four star. So I think you know, for me, it's really cool to be able to see, uh, you know, a guy from Kentucky be be a four star one, but also go to Kentucky too, right? Uh, hopefully, he gets like playing time. Right? I feel like that'd be pretty cool. I want him to be like. A Darius Miller, obviously, under you know he's he's smaller than him. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's smaller than him. So I know, I know Blake had that in his head. He was like, <laughs> I got this. He, I started, get, I saw him getting a little mad over there. He's like, oh, this guy's right. really that unqualified. What is he doing? But uh, yeah, no, I I think I think you know Reed Shepard could be somebody kind of like Darius Miller that just kind of brings that that pride, that Kentucky pride to the team. And, you know, I think that's something that we don't really get too often. I mean, Derek Willis kind of um, feel like I don't even know if Harrelson was from Kentucky, but I definitely know he was. <laughs> he had that U.K. blood. I don't think he was from Kentucky, but he certainly he okay. looked like the U.K. blood. <laughs> but he, he brought it. And boy, them jorts that he had on. Let me tell you, son. They were beautiful. Like, those were from Kentucky. I mean, goodness. Those were made in the USA. Stamp that on it, baby. <laughs> I, I do. Uh, well, I have a quick question for you, you guys. What do you think? Um, is he going to see minutes this this first freshman year next year, what, or what's that? What's that looking like, buddy? I think he's got the wrong position to see minutes <laughs> was, in his first year. Uh, <laughs> if he played probably any other position, I think I think there's yeah. a shot. But <laughs> he he's going to be like, if he comes in and just absolutely wows them, he may see bench minutes, but it's going to be hard over Dillingham and uh, DJ because Stoops uh, – sorry. Uh, yeah, California. he's going to football. He's already transferring. He's got enough. Buddy, I'm ready. <laughs> hey, see if he can play quarterback. We, uh, we're going to be needing that coming up. Buddy, he Man. might. He's got great court vision. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. Um, so, one thing I, I thought was cool is um, on three has this uh, projected NIO. And they do it for every single recruit, and they do it for every single player that's actually inside of the NCAA. So who do you all think is the number one projected? And give me a number of what they're projected to make. 
is this are you talking about for the team next year yeah or? next year the, this recruiting cycle okay um and is this what they make in one year yes okay um based off context clues i'm gonna go ahead and throw out reed shepherd okay colton <laughs> you know what though like i'm gonna i'm gonna say like DJ, right? Just because I mean, he's the number one recruit. I feel like that guy's got to have some hype to it, right? I mean, like, you know, you put him in Fansville, he's doing big things. Fair enough. Well, that's wrong. So, but you're both wrong. Congratulations. Uh, uh, it's actually supposed to be Dillingham because he has over 250,000 followers. It's all about, it's based upon exposure and like how active they are on social media, on how they could possibly like relate to brands no one no one's really that close to him really he's he's projected for seven hundred and sixty thousand apparently in the nil which <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> uh dj uh 562 uh edwards 537 uh bradshaw 517 and then reed shepherd 88 which i think is low because of i don't think they're really tying in his kind of family legacy i think that name carries a lot in kentucky so. i don't think reed will be last on i don't one. think so either i think Brad, bradshaw's got a high likelihood of being last in my opinion <laughs> he's getting a bronco for sure <laughs> um real quick, hey real quick before we get off shepherd um got to throw out the alma mater real quick so the grc cardinals they uh they went down to North Laurel last year. Um, got gotta gotta throw out the final result. Uh, GRC won by about twenty. That was one of their closest games, by the way. Got to throw that up there. But um, all the players, I'm still pretty close with them. They they said that uh he he was he was him as the kids like to say. He uh played really well. He was tough to stop. Um, not as much of a supporting cast as obviously what GRC and and, and whatnot had, but they 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 definitely uh had spoke very highly of him to say the least well that's that's good uh well if you guys don't have anything else you want to add about the recruiting class we can uh we can move on let's do it do it all righty so now to the bad news <laughs> it was positive up until this point right here yeah. now we bring out the bring out the guns yeah so kentucky played in the champions classic uh, against Michigan State, 77-86, double overtime, lost, had way too many opportunities to win that game. Kentucky is now 1-5 in champion classic total. It seems like every time, and I told this, I told this to Colton, it seems like every year that we play Duke, we have our worst team literally ever literally ever so with this game kind of in the rear view we're going to talk about it but with the game in the rear view this actually sparks a new curse for us i don't know if you all were aware of it but i just wanted to bring up the most of bad news so i'm just gonna hit you with it all right yeah. so it's this like, new curse from here yeah, yeah, yeah. From this point on, we, we can be a little bit more positive, but this is going to be the downside. Okay. So we, we've got 2015 in Indianapolis 
we lose an undefeated season against Wisconsin. 2018, we lose by 34 to Duke. Guess where it's at? Indy, ding, ding, lost to St. Peter's in Indy. This year, blown Michigan State game. Screw Indy. If I'm Cal, I'm being like, buddy, that's three and a half hours from home. Take me home. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, there's really not much to say of that say other than that. Um, other than nothing. I don't really know what that means. What does that mean? Does that mean we're going to continue to lose every time we go to Indianapolis? Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, it seems like we're getting closer, though. Um, the Duke-Zion game, what was you said 34. Um, St. Peter's, I don't remember what the final score was, but it wasn't 34. Seems like we're improving every year in Indianapolis. If it continues on this uh, upstretch, maybe next game we'll win by like four. <laughs> or just win. How about or win? That's yeah, a stretch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about just a win? Um, so, uh, you know, what, like, what, what, what's your, what's your hot takes? How, like, how, how'd you feel about the game when you were watching it? Like, let's start with you. Right, start with me. <laughs> well, um, I got a book in front of me. Okay. So I would say 40 minute game. I would say probably 33 to 35 minutes of the game. We had three non shooters in the game the entire time. Um, I've got a few notes and all of them beside it, just sort of in parentheses say LOL, because at one point we ran um, in, in important spots of the game. We had a Wheeler Toffin wear lineup. Oh my gosh. I was like, okay. At that point I was like, I didn't, did Cal take the under or what, what exactly is he have Michigan state spread? What exactly is going on here? And then we, we subbed out for Wheeler Collins. Big O. Okay. That's going to do a lot. Um, there is, you, you couldn't drive. I mean, what driving lanes are you going to have whenever you've got that lineup out there? Well, you don't, you don't need it when, when, uh, when uh, <clears throat> Wheeler's out there. I mean, most of the time when Wheeler right. goes to the rack, whenever, whenever we're like, Oh, we need this bucket. He's like, oh, Whoa. All right, coach, I'll do it. But yeah, and doesn't happen. But he did it. <laughs> um, I honestly, I think there was two really bad things that happened during that game for the future that were good in the moment, and that was severe Wheeler, Wheeler making two threes. Um, one of them being immensely contested down the stretch. We had a terrible offensive possession. He shoots a thirty percent three point shooter, shoots a contested. 26 footer and it it went through and oh my gosh that might be bad for later on in the season yeah because it, it's that confidence you know he he's gonna be like well i did it i did it last game <laughs> i did it against michigan state let's get that up yeah. um, well one thing one thing i think to your point we only had antonio so antonio reeves best three-point shooter on the team yeah I think we can both agree on that right well it's top uh, yeah probably all around. Um, maybe Frederick outshoots him off the catch wide open, but, you know, he's got a little game to him that he can get his off on his own. So, all, right. all around, I'll give it to you. Per Percentage-wise, Reeves. And then, you know, we've got C.J., Frederick. And then, honestly, Cason Wallace has impressed me with his three-point shooting also. Hey, it's pretty, too. Yeah, he's, it is. It is. So, those three were only together last game. For a minute and 33 seconds. Oh, well, there you go. There's the there's the story of the game right there. 
um, we can we can end this podcast. Go ahead and close it. Um, that that's the story of the game right there. Yeah, See, and it, it doesn't make any sense because they're all three different positions. So that it makes sense to have them on on the court. What is the game based off of now since Golden State Warriors decided to you know start jacking up threes every two seconds? Well, <laughs> well. So you said jacking up three points every every possession. They get good shots. If you watch the game, they get ball movement. And you know what they do? They they have such good movement. They're running off screens. So I always say Steph's best thing he does is not even the actual shot. It's how much he moves. So if you watch their games, they either get an open three, and I hate the Warriors with a passion Indy. They either get an open three or they get a wide open dunk because they're they're moving so much. And just getting getting you know that offense that offensive flow, um, Steph running off for a corner three, and then the big slips right to the to the um, rim for a dunk. That's like, and you know why they have that? It's because they've got four dudes that can shoot out there at, at all times. Um, I am in favor. I think Kentucky. I mean, Cal will never do it, but if we could incorporate what's called a death lineup. I think we would we would be like even like we don't really have the personnel. That's why I talked about recruiting earlier. But a Casein Wallace, um, Antonio Reeves, C.J. Frederick, and then throw Livingston an athletic four, and then a Toppin at the five. I mean that that lineup would be they they're able to switch everything on defense because Casein Wallace is a six four guard and you're six four everywhere. And in college basketball, there's not really any like you know there's not any Joel and beads that's just going to dominate you down low. They can switch everything. They're athletic at every position. They can be able to double down in the post and still be athletic enough to get back on on the kickouts to the shooters. Um, a death lineup is what I think is needed in the in the Calipari basketball. <laughs> Colton, you want to add anything to that? Uh, I don't know, man. I think, uh, you know, Kaysen Wallace with the uh, 14 points, five assists, five rebounds, and then, what, eight or nine steals? Dude, yeah, that's insane. Record. Dude, I <laughs> yeah, saw man, that, like, and I, I texted both of you, and I was like, that's seven. That's, that's and, seven. I, and I think you said that in, like, the first half, too. I was like, that, that can't be real, and then, obviously, it was real. <laughs> You know, Oscar obviously had a, a good game, right? But like, I mean, I feel like you know, you force eight turnovers from one guy, right? I feel like that's a that's a huge deal, right? And I think it shows that you know the team's got pretty good defense as a whole. So you know, that's a big positive going into it. And I told Coop too, you know, I, I like seeing Cal, you know, get a, get a little animated with the rest, man, and you know, get a little reckless out there and maybe cross half court, get told to get told to move back a few times. Also liked his uh, hoodie little sweatshirt thing you had going on there. I like the, I like the Robin egg blue, you know, the ESPN special. So, uh, you know, those are my big three takeaways and, uh, you know, Michigan state also, I will say this, uh, I don't think that that's an unranked team really. I mean, I think as well as they played Gonzaga and then they beat us. Right. I mean, like, I know it sucks to lose to them, but like, that's definitely a top 25 team. Right. And I, and I feel like you got Tom Izzo as a head coach. That's a, that's also a, a plus. Oh, I definitely think uh, it, we we can have a worse loss, you know, a first lo first worst loss, you know, we can definitely have a first like worst thing. But my thing is this: I feel like the situational awareness that Cal brought to this game was like non-existent. Now, I'm usually 
not always the biggest cow like oh cow's offense sucks now most of the time it, it it never is that fun unless we have a ton of transition points and then we're like wow cow <laughs> he knows what he's doing right <laughs> oh, where did the lobs go right like oh i can answer that one go ahead we don't have a lob threat at the five Fantastic. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Great job, Blakey Pooh. We've got, I, okay, I've, I'm definitely the most critical on Oscar in the in America. Let's hear it. Well, I, um, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. Go, go against God's child. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I have people on my doorstep just really just upset with me. Well, okay. we can go ahead and make this the last podcast. Uh, <laughs> I know. I always preface it with, you know, great dude, nice dude, but... He is a he is the best garbage man in America. No defense really just fears him. And it's funny, I thought of actually the reference. Uh, Oscar from Sesame Street, garbage. <laughs> he he really is. I mean, it's not a bad thing to be, you know, the best garbage man in the world. He he gets his putbacks. Um, he's right there, you know, on the rolls, ready to lay it in. He gets every single rebound, every single one. If it, if the ball goes up, he's gonna get it. Um, he's a Sorry, sorry to sorry, America. It's liability on defense a lot of the time. If you look down, if you watch the end of that stretch, um, not only did they easily get him on the uh, out of bounds play for that dunk to tie it up, whenever we were up to in regulation with about a minute left, um, what's his name? Um, Joey Hauser got that wide open mid range bucket to tie it. Um, with a minute left in regulation, and that was only because if you watch the ins and outs. Well, first of all, we have Wheeler and big O in at the same time and the defense or the other team Michigan State just licking their chops they ran every single play to try to go at one of them and once again I'm sorry America I love big O he's a great dude who had the most blocks on the team though big O yeah (laughs) no that wasn't one of his worst games that I've seen however if you watch the tape from last year he gets attacked, whether he does well or not. The defense knows going in, hey, we're going at, at Oscar. He can't jump over a credit card. He's a he is a he's an absolute beast at what he does. However, he is not the Anthony Davis. You know, he's not he's not going to block a bunch of shit. He did last night, um, but yeah, he's not that rim protector and he's not that lob threat. He does pretty much everything else well. Um, yeah, you asked about the lobs, and I, I gave you my opinion. <laughs> Well, 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 thank you for that. We we appreciate bad opinions on here. And <laughs> you know, that's why I invited you on here. Because yeah. I mean, I, I like, why did why okay, but so let, let's let's dig into this. So how how do you how are you garbage player when you oh, have oh okay. Whenever I say garbage man, that doesn't mean like he's garbage. That's you it. said it, Blake. You said it. You said he's trash. That's what I heard. Okay, okay. okay. Well, America's really going to get me if that's what they think. Okay. I mean, whenever I say garbage man, okay, if that's what everybody thinks, I'm sorry. That's not what I mean. Okay. He's the best, like, he's the best at getting rebound putbacks, like cleaning up other people's mistakes, finishing, you know, on, 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 you know, nice passes, getting rebounds, putting them back up. Doing the dirty work. He's the king of the, the dirty janitorial work. Janitor. He's the janitorial man. What I'm saying is defenses aren't like, oh my gosh, we are really worried about Oscar going into every game. He does not, he's not gonna, we're not gonna dump it down on the post, them double and him make a nice corner kick out to the opposite wing for an open three for CJ Frederick. But he did facilitate a lot better from 
from those doubles, then no, he's he's you can already tell just in three games he's improved out of a lot to say the least. Well, I mean that was his first game back, so I mean you know we, from that small sample size, like I mean he's improved a lot, and I, I I see your point, and but I mean I think every every team needs that one guy that's just like he's just gonna he's just gonna do what no one else wants to do, and Oscar does a great job of rebounding. He's and, like the best in college history at it. That's what, yeah. yeah, best, the best, yeah, let me preface it again. The best garbage man in terms of cleaning up Correct. other people's mistakes, not him being garbage. Obviously, he's national player of the year. <laughs> All right, yeah. So this brings me to, we'll move on a little bit. Um, so this brings me to my next point. So, and this is kind of, unless, do, do you have anything else you want to add on the uh, Michigan State game? I mean, I think if Frederick doesn't just get bulldozed there at the end of the uh, first overtime, you know, and fall out, we probably probably still win the game. But you know, that didn't happen. So that cow, we're up to seven seconds left. They got to go all the way to the court, and we're full court pressing. That's 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 cow again. <laughs> that's uh, you get everybody back, you pick up at half court, and you make them shoot a contested weird three. Look, yeah, man, what do you want? You want swaggy cow or you want good coach cow? You can't have both. Can't have both. That's that's the problem. But we can have maybe swaggy assistant coach X and O guy and then swaggy cow on the recruiting trail. Maybe. Yeah, I, man. I, so yesterday or yeah, yesterday, actually. Yeah, that's when the game was. Um, I, I, I think that my biggest thing is how bad are his inbound plays? I mean, I mean, like, bro, that it's like it happens every single time. It's like one guy will dart straight in front of the man that's guarding the inbounds, and then another guy darts to the other side, and then it's like the two big men are just like, "Ball, give me ball," and then that's it. That's like that's like our plays, and it's like, okay, that's what we're going with, huh? All right, great, and then defensively on inbound plays <laughs> forget about it just forget about that forget about it <laughs> like like bro i mean literally we went into the we went to two overtime solely because of our poor defense on inbound plays both yeah both the reservation and the end of overtime yeah game would have been wrapped up and both was to the same guy and I don't know if you saw – I don't know, Colton, if you were t- referring to this, but whenever C.J. Frederick, like, dove to the three-point line to, like, defend that pass and, like, didn't guard the rim whenever he's guarding, like, you know, in- the inbounds underneath the goal. Number one rule, if you're guarding the ball, protect the rim. And that's something that clearly was not said in the in the huddle before, so. Hey, he, he brought a lot of intensity, okay? <laughs> that's a small win for us. Right. So, do you think that having a stretch four is going to be something that is a downfall for against Kentucky? And then, I mean, also, if you want to bring it back to the recruiting, do you think that that is something that we are in desperate need of? Yeah, I ran down the list of guys we missed out on. 
they're all in, in college basketball. You can get the best, you know, best small forward and play them at the four. They're athletic enough that they can make the switches, guard the four, not get absolutely dominated. And if they get switched onto a five, you know, they can, they can make the right adjustments, double, and then be able to be athletic enough to get back out to the shooters once they kick it out. I think that is the most important position. Cal is still 1980 starting two centers in the game and, and rotating two centers the entire game. Um, where Collins, Big O, like that's you, you need you a stretch four. Toppin is somewhat of a stretch four, kinda. That's like on on the on the right track of what we need. But I mean, just for instance, you throw out Apollo out there that that is actually probably a three, but he plays the four just because he's athletic enough to do so. But he can also he makes the other teams four guard you versus them just having two big guys just sitting in the paint, clogging up any holes. Colt, you got anything to add to that? I mean, I think really if you just – to Blake's point, right, like if you look at the list of people he named, right, I mean, they're all in the NBA, right, they're all doing well. So, obviously, there's, there's, there's some kind of method to the madness going on there, right? Nope. All right, well, go cow, baby. Exactly right. <laughs> we I mean, got ourselves a yes, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's exactly right. You look at that, that six, seven, six, eight guy that isn't exact. He's not a four in 1980, but in 2022, he's a four. Which, you know, it's weird too, because I feel like if there's somebody that is pro what the NBA wants, I guess, if that's the way, like, best way to say it, right? Like, to me, it's Cal, right? Like, Cal has this ability of getting the guys, right, that that, that the NBA wants, right? Like, the type of players, right? And, and, I mean, just churning through them, right, and getting them into the pros. You would think that, like, he would be the guy, right, that would have those guys. But, I mean, like Blake said, right, we just continue to miss out on them, so. I think, I think if Cal was coaching the Warriors, he would post up Kayvon Looney 48 times, 48 times a game, and he'd be like, Steph, whoa, <laughs> about two or three threes out of your max, and that's only if they're wide open, okay? We, we don't, we're not doing that. We're going to pound it down to our big guy, Looney, and let him go to work, okay? Hey, James Wiseman would not be in the G League. Yeah, James Wiseman would start at the four. He'd have uh, Looney at the five and then Draymond at the three um, just to make sure. <laughs> that there's no outside shooting available. <laughs> I hate Draymond. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't want to go down that route, but God. He's I got a mean him. right. Let me tell you that, Coop. Oh, he does. He does. But, buddy, I, I would eat that. Eat that like Thanksgiving, son. I would. Coop said would. the same thing, Coop. Did not go well for him either. Coop, you know what the best lineup in the NBA in the past probably 10 years in terms of plus minus is? Let's hear it. Draymond at the five. And then run four athletic dudes other than Steph. Steph's on, he's six three. He can handle his own. Um, four athletic dudes that can shoot. They all there's they they get so many long rebounds to everybody just everywhere. They're always passing and cutting. Um, and Draymond's six seven on a good day. Um, I disagree. I hate Draymond. So it can't hey, be, I hate it. No, 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 no. I it can't be it can't Draymond. be the best lineup. I'm just telling you. It automatic if I hate the guy, he just it just oh, it, it's okay. not allowed. Okay. Oh. I don't care about stats here. Okay. This okay. is underqualified analyst. 
Well, then, if that's the case, LeBron on my end wouldn't even been in the league for the past 20 years. So, um, dang. All right. Well, uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get out of that hole. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Ohio and Kentucky hates us. Fantastic. All right. Let's get on down to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can go there. Um, so, the, the next thing I wanted to talk about is the Kentucky Gonzaga game. You guys ready to talk about that? So, with the stretch four, Drew Timmy, been in the league. I mean, how how old is this guy? 90? Lord of mercy. I mean, I mean, Lord of mercy. Like, I told, I, I told, uh, I told Colton before the podcast, this guy literally looks like he should be retired from the NBA from a 20-year season. What? Like, he's a senior. Great. Super COVID. <laughs> super injury reserve covid hey, he's got a flu year <laughs> yeah. yeah he got the flu two games swear knocked him <laughs> right out so um what what are you guys's number one thoughts going into the game worries what what do we got going on colton i want you to start first uh man i'll be honest with you the the I think I think we'll play them close, right? I don't think that that's like a that's not a huge worry of mine. I say that we'll get just like forty pieced, right? But uh, you know, I, I think we play them close. Uh, the two biggest worries I have, right, is you know the time difference, right? One, uh, two. The other part of this is you're playing you playing at Gonzaga, right? So uh, I was looking at today, their stadium holds six thousand people, right? Uh, so, I mean, I could be incorrect on that. Might have been looking at the wrong stadium, but I'm pretty sure it's 6,000. Uh, and it reminds me a lot of Cameron, right? So, you know, granted, Cameron's a little bit smaller than that, right? But, I mean, that joint is rocking literally any time they have a game, right? And imagine bringing UK out there, right? Like, you know, that place is going to be just booming. So, you know, I'll be interested to see how we do in an environment like that with a time difference, right, against a team with Timmy, right, you know, a very athletic team. So, it'll be, it'll be a good test, see where we're at. Let me jump in real quick. You're really close, uh, 11,736, <laughs> so pretty close. I'm going to recheck my Google here. So, again. <laughs> I use Bing, so do it first. <laughs> viewers, again. Don't I mean we our math is just very off so uh apologies uh so Blake what you got on it I'm obviously worried um I think going in we have more talent easily but we had way 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 more talent than Michigan State <clears throat> those uh those X's and O's are gonna go a long way. Um, what I don't want to see is Selvier get Wheeler getting 40 minutes again. I think, I think he fits right perfectly in a 2022 Russell Westbrook role. He comes in at the 12 minute mark when everybody's kind of down a little bit. Um, everybody's getting a little tired. He comes in, gives a huge burst of energy. Um, whether he plays for the entire rest of the half, it's fine. Um, give him, give him 20 minutes a game. Um, just coming in in those in those in those spots, I don't want to finish the game with. Him. I want to, I want to, I want Kaysen running the one. I think his decision making 
He he fumbled a little bit down the end of the stretch of the Michigan State game. I don't, based off, you know, what I've watched of him, though, it doesn't seem like that's just his, his MO. It seems like really controlled. Um, looks like he's he's able to get everybody involved, whereas at the end of the games, whenever we've got my guy Wheeler in there, the, the, the offense looks a little stagnant. Looks a lot of, like, dribbling at the top of the key, not really moving around as much. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Hopefully they prove me different. <clears throat> but I mean, this past Michigan State game looked a lot like last year. Um, you sub out Grady for Frederick and then Wallace for Ty Ty, um, similar guys from last year to this year, and it looked really similar. <clears throat> Which that kind of offense, whenever the game slows down at the end of the games, you notice it gets stagnant. We're not running as much, teams are able to set their defense. Really tough to play like that. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think he played horrific all game. I definitely I don't, I don't, I don't either. I really don't. I think I think if you injected him 12 minutes, like I said, 12 minutes left in the first half, you throw him in there just for a burst of energy. He can even finish out the half completely cool with that. I don't like down, I don't like down the stretch him being the primary ball handler, the primary decision maker. I, I mean that's valid. I, I I'll agree with that, but I I definitely think that a lot of fans gave him a worse rap than what he actually did. Now he did. I mean he had inopportune turnovers. You know, like sometimes that occurs. But I do I do also like we can't look at Casey Wallace and say this was your fault. Absolutely not. We can't we can't look at him and say that, right? Because he just played so well during regulation. And he played oh, yeah. well really for the first half of the first overtime. Played really well. Yeah. Then he had three, he had three turnovers the last eight minutes of play, right? Tough. Yeah. Can't really can't really have that. Now again, I'm not not roasting him, but you know, if you look at turnover versus turnover, you know. Severe Wheeler kind of spreaded his out a little bit better than, you know, Wallace. Now, again, I'm not blaming him. Like, I think Cal's substitution in the game, if Cal can have just better substitutions, like better awareness for, 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 for playtime, right? Like he was, he was subbing in Lance Ware and Damian Collins in situations where we don't need them in the game we not need what they provided no no i mean we need we need things that will spread the defense out instead we're like hey how can we make it a little bit more inefficient and i mean yeah we could probably we should have been able to get away with that against michigan state because yeah. like you said our talent is just so much better but with Gonzaga, you, you're not going to be able to do that because no matter how old Drew Timmy looks, his, his, his lateral quickness is pretty good. So he's going to be able to stay with anybody we've got. So, really, the, it's, it's a tough matchup for us. Um, and I definitely think late-game situation, we need to have Cason Wallace with the ball. Kaysen Wallace has to have the ball. He is that – he he's that guy that can go get the bucket. We gave the ball to Severe Wheeler way too many times, and 
you know, we probably would have given it to Oscar more in, in overtime. And obviously, like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and roast Oscar because, you know, he's a lovely man. And I actually like the guy, and he's actually he's actually a good uh, player, unlike you know Blake great. would say. Yeah, great, uh, <laughs> good player. I've also got to be devil's advocate whenever I run around and see he's national player of the year. Like he's a returning national player of the year. But to 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 that point, right? And I I know I talked about this last year, but he actually can make more with what he got in the NIL and then he would have as an NBA player and what he was going to be guaranteed it. No, seriously, I'm that's serious. Not what, that's not why I made that face. Nothing to do with money. Oh, that, that implies, um, let's hear he's an NBA player. What'd you say? So that implies he's an NBA player. I mean, he was projected inside the first round, so I don't it know. I do it late. I looked through first 20 and it wasn't there. I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I mean, he probably he probably would have gone maybe like 28th, 29th, 30th, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it probably would have been late. But still, I mean, you know, he was it, it would have been guaranteed like I think it's eight hundred thousand and then like up to one point two. Whereas when he came back, you know, it was they were like, here is a million dollars. You get this, period. Right. That's what and- you he can be the mayor of Lexington at any point in his life, whether, whether if, if he ever wants to be. <laughs> um, he's always going to be loved and have a job doing something very high up in Lexington for sure. And Colton uh, was wise enough to send me a screenshot of the arena, and it's the wrong arena. Congratulations, <laughs> Colton. They're playing in the Spokane Arena. So nice job. You did so good. I don't know what that is. Yeah, so that you're right. That 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 is right for Gonzaga, but it wasn't the right one for the game. So (laughs) that's unfortunate. Like I said, underqualified, right? Uh, You know, underpaid too. All right, you know, we can't afford Google, so I don't have to tell you. (laughs) We we can't. Well, we can't. Um. So, uh, anything else you guys want to add about the game? Uh, I feel like if uh, Sheboy gets in foul trouble against them, it's going to be a, a rough night. It's going to be a rough night. So I uh, definitely got to keep that guy uh, uh, chill. As Colton reckless. said, you know, like nothing else, just, hey, you know. <laughs> hey. That's that's a hot take right there, son. You, you tell Oscar that and you tell him I said it. He'll know what it means, okay? Well, quick right. quick question for you, uh, Mr. Cooper. Do you think uh, Damian Collins is ever going to have a successful career playing the four position? <laughs> He's going to need to improve uh, <laughs> drastically. I just he to me he looks like he 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 seems like somebody that is like overly athletic, like a Marcus Lee, right? Yeah. And he he has potential. But he has so much skill that he needs to bring up and he needs to grow into his body. Like it's still it even after the offseason, I still feel like he might have gained five pounds. Like yeah. maybe if he took a shower before the game and got a little <laughs> bit wet, didn't dry off enough. He carboated so, for the yeah. end. Yeah. Wet socks. Yeah. Yeah. 
So to answer your question, possibly this year, hard no. Well, I didn't say successful. I said successful in his current four-man position. Oh, I thought you said at the four. No, no, no. I think no. I I think he could be. I think he could be that lob threat down the road that we might need. Like you said, Marcus Lee position that was very successful in that role. Can he be successful? What Cal throws him in as the four-man? No. Yeah, no. It's impossible. Right now, we've got five centers on the roster. What are we with another one coming in? Yeah, we do. With Man, only one five leave. deep, five deep. Somebody, somebody better, somebody better be able to handle the ball. I'll just tell you that. Five fouls. I mean, I tell you that every year. <laughs> We're gonna have the most laterally slow team possible. Yeah. But boy, if we can get past half court, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. make two points. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, we'll play have Collins next year playing at the two. I just hope Ware plays more. That's my thing. I mean, Ware is an official. <laughs> I was I, me, me and Blake were talking before uh, the game was over, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I, I, I actually kind of like where." And he was like, "Great, we'll have something to argue about." <laughs> and then, probably fifteen minutes later, it goes by, and finally, where comes back in, and it just wasn't it. It wasn't anything like I, I thought was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean where's a solid, you know, come in for, you know, big O whenever he gets tired. Like really tired though. Like, like, like he's like out of gas, like, like very, very, very tired. Not, not anyone that's going to play with Oscar. That's not going to work. No. And Colin, were you, were you going to say something? No, I was going to say just basically when, when Oscar fouls out. Yeah, 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 exactly. There you go. Perfect, perfect time for him right there. Just hey, we don't have any other options to the guy. <laughs> if Oscar gets a flat tire on the way to the gym, um, we you can definitely see some minutes for sure. I, I will go pick him up. That is no problem. Uh, I've got time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I just I just think that again, I mean, I know I'm 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 beating a dead horse here, but you know, Cal. We, we, we've, we've got every piece to the puzzle that we need, right? It's just literally, can Cal be able to find the pieces himself and say, hmm, that looks nice, you know, and put all of them together? Because I think we've got, we've got a really solid team. I think we've sat here for the majority of the time and roasted them, but this is a solid team. With- no, I don't think we've roasted the team. I think we're roasting the guys pulling the shots and, and who's – you know, controlling the team. That's Okay, that's fair. But I think this team, by far, you know, you fix maybe a few mess-up free throws, few miscommunication stuff. And, you know, to Tom Izzo and Calipari's point, this is the first time that they've all played together. You know, there's – I mean, uh, this first, first game Oscar has back, you know – this team has crazy good potential. Yes. But but can we get that meshing? Because I think we have had problems like this where we have abnormal talent. And are we going to be able to put it together? Like the Emmanuel Quickly year, right? We put it together at the absolute perfect time. If If COVID didn't screw up that NCAA March Madness, I don't see how any team could have beaten us. Right. We had every piece we needed. 
We were we were so hot, right? And Calipari usually, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yoo-hoo, big summer blowout. Uh, but but you know, we we had every piece. And can Cal do that? Cal Cal does that with most of his teams. So can he do that? Is that something you can see that we're gonna do? Colton, you go ahead. Man, I'll be honest with you though. Like, I think Oscar coming back does a lot for those. And I know, like, you know, he's we just said he's the janitor, right? Like, you know, hey, look, look, I'm just saying the janitor turns the lights off, right? So he's the hardest worker in the building. Okay. So, you know, this guy, you know, he's that guy for the team that like you know, like when like when the chips are down or the cards are down, whatever you want to say, right? Like he's gonna be there and have you back, right? So I think for those young guys that are coming in right? Like you're trying to build a team and you're trying to have that guy. Like, and that's why I say like, it's important for him to not get in foul trouble, right? Not because of like what he does, right? Because like, he's the guy, right? That like, I think that they all rally around, right? Like he's, I mean, the national player of the year, right? Like, I mean, like he's, he's not average, right? So, I mean, like that's the guy, right? If, if he stays in the game, right? I think we beat Michigan State, right? And I think with these younger guys, like that's one of the things we've lacked in the past is that, that guy that is that good, right, but also has the, you know, the mentality of like, hey, I'm, I'm the guy, right, like, I'll, we'll be straight, just y'all hang around. And Yeah, you, and you can also definitely tell, like, in terms of momentum, like, just like whenever – I keep bringing back up the Warriors, even though I despise them. Like, whenever Steph hits a three, you get three points for that bucket, but it does so much for the entire team morale, the crowd – Whenever Oscar, you know, gets a dump down dunk or like a, a beastly, you know, rebound and puts it back up through the defender, it's definitely something that gets the crowd going and just gets that momentum back on the side. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I agree with both both of you all with him. And I mean, I'm 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 really looking forward to this uh, Gonzaga game. Um, I believe it's uh, 7:30 Eastern time. So 4.30 uh, Pacific time. So, yeah, that's going to be a tough challenge. I agree with you, Colton. 4.30, man, that is that is going to be rough on those guys. <laughs> what day do they fly over there? No idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure they won't have to deal with the time change at all. You're right. I've never been in the West Coast, so I don't know. You know why? Because SEC over everything. Look, if underqualified animals pay us enough, we'll take a trip. <laughs> I just want to break even. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, you know, I don't the the spread has not came out yet, so you know I can't really spout off spread. And we can't overlook the the biggest game we've got on our schedule. South Carolina State is coming to the Rupp Arena, and all roads lead to Rupp, baby. All roads, son. <laughs> and th- we've got implications of a Louisville regional on this game. I mean, a huge game coming up. You know, we, we need to figure some things out in this game. Seriously, though. Um, so, you know, we've got that game. I don't think that's actually going to be a problem at all. Real quick, um, athletes' talent is going to take care of South Carolina State Tech A&M on Thursday. Whose line is it anyway? What is the spread for Sunday, Cooper? What are we looking at? Buddy, 
That is a great question. I think it's probably going to be – you're just asking me what the spread could be. What's the spread going to be? I'm going to say, say Gonzaga minus five. Ooh. Okay. Cole. I'm going to go uh, Gonzaga minus eight. Eight? Wow. Okay. They're really good. Let's be I mean, honest. I mean, they're they were in the exact same position as us against that same Michigan State team. I'm gonna go Zags minus three and a half. Give them three for the for the home court. Um, point five, just because they beat Michigan State essentially by point five more points. <laughs> um, I think I think it'll be a tough one. I'm worried about just uh, close games down the stretch against smart coaches. They always play extremely smart. Really worried. I wonder if he'll adjust the lineup towards the end of the game and have defensive specialist Severe Wheeler in the game or not. No, according <laughs> to Colton. Hard, don't, hard don't ever get your hopes up like that. <laughs> let, let, uh, me, let, me, let me ask you, let me ask you this, Blake. Uh, how smart can Gonzaga's coach be if he got a DUI? Mm, now we lost Washington. Fantastic. <laughs> 47 left. You mean uh, what was it? Uh, Pelosi's husband got a DUI. Come on, he's one of the he's one of the smartest people in America. Forty six, <laughs> Lost California. All right, let's keep it rolling here, boys. <laughs> well, you see, uh, believe it or not, I think Pelosi may have more pool. I don't know that for sure, but I believe she might have more pool. And now I lost Kentucky. I don't think this right. is a. I don't think this is a sports podcast anymore. I think we've, <laughs> we've, we've changed. Uh, All right, let's. Well, who's let's line? Is, who's line is it anyway? If Pelosi's coaching uh, Gonzaga, they win for sure. Uh, we, <laughs> we don't actually. We don't even make it there. So uh, <laughs> they win by us forfeiting, but they win. So oh, what's your spread on that? I, I might go Zags uh, minus two and a half. I don't think it makes that big of a difference. You might have to cut this part, man. I don't know. This might get a little rusty. I'm, I'm keeping it. I don't. I don't cut right. it. It's it's fully organic, man. All right. So, uh, you guys got anything else you want to say about the game coming up, or we all good? Good luck. Cats by ninety. Cats by ninety, and then what'd you say, Blake? Uh, nervous, but hoping for the best. I think we'll rebound. We do all in all. We have a really good team. We, we probably will get a rebound. You're right. Um, so I am looking forward to this game as are Blake and Colton. So I think we're ready to sign off. Thank you all very much for stopping by. And I hope you all have a great rest. Of your- Thank you.